Hey, wake up. Wake up, Dan. Uh, I'm sorry, listeners. Dan's supposed to be doing the sad with me, but he was just up too late having too much fun last night. He was at Contender Esports playing video games with his buddies and just having an awesome time. They played some League of Legends, Overwatch, Counter-Strike, Madden, Rocket League. Uh, What's your game? They have it all at Contender Esports, Springfield's newest and hottest esports gaming center, located at uh, Battlefield and National next to St. George Donuts. They have over 50 gaming stations for PC, Xbox, PS4, and Nintendo with all the latest games. Love tournaments and winning cash and prizes? They've got you covered. Food? Yes. You know we love that. Great music? Absolutely. Our tastes in that are questionable, but you know. So grab some friends and join Contender Esports seven days a week, starting at 11 a.m. daily. You might even run into Dan. Like a boss. Contender Esports Springfield like a boss. Like a boss. Like a boss. Contender Esports Springfield like a boss. Peller is most commonly known as the Wendy's Where's the Beef Ad spokesperson, but most don't know that in the mid-90s she was briefly the mayor of Springfield and coined the town's still-standing motto, Show Me the Beef. Live to a hard drive, you are listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. Still number one. Wow. I am Andy Carr. And I'm Dan Howell, and I'm not resting, Andy. Oh, neither am I, mostly because... My stomach hurts. <laughs> oh, yeah. We ate so much. Right, uh, so much. Yeah. Part of it was you guys had like an appetizer plate because I was late because my my barber. Uh, let's just say it was the last cut of the day. Uh, wow. He's having a good old time. Wow. And I have a double mohawk now, <laughs> <laughs> like the dude from Prodigy. Uh-huh. Cool. The, yeah. Like the dude from the Prodigy. That's very cool. Uh, no, I was a little late. You guys got an app. Uh, uh, d- survey a <laughs> same word popping into <laughs> <Yeah>. my head. <laughs> yes, we, survey. we surveyed the you apps. You can go ahead and talk. It's fine. Um, I just couldn't stop eating because I was famished and uh, over ate a lot of fried food. Yeah, a lot of fried bar food. So much, but we'll get to that here in just a second. <laughs> Definitely didn't have any kind of technical <laughs> error there. <laughs> uh, well, Dan, this is the first of. Four records in seven days. Wow. You've been a real sport dealing with this thing I'm trying to deal with. I mean, it's obviously worse for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep telling everybody that. <laughs> I've got to talk about food so much, <laughs> twice as much as normal. And one of those episodes, I got to do the freaking outline uh-huh. for. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, listeners obviously uh, are hearing us sometime in January. Yes. We don't know, but we are gearing up to do our Julie's Chewies episode. And I got to say, Dan. I'm a little bit dreading it. Oh, uh, really? Spoiler, really? I love Julie's, Julie's Chewies. <laughs> going to have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love Julie. Julie. <laughs> Darn it. Love Julie's Chewies. <laughs> uh, we have to eat so much. Yeah. I mean, so much. We're going to eat 13 different cookies plus at about 11 a.m. in the morning, plus uh-huh. whatever else I can find. So, uh yeah, I, I'm personally pretty excited for that. I haven't told you who the guest is nope. yet. Now, our listeners already know, and they are just, uh, they were so excited My about it. My guess 
was Jeremy Spinks from Scully since he wasn't able to come to our uh, special Poultry Punch-Out Heathead edition. So that's my guess. You know, still unconfirmed. <laughs> okay. We, it, it, you know, only time will tell. I have extra information that the restaurants that this mystery guest suggested, and that was part of why I thought it might be that person, but we'll see. You know, it, 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 I, I can almost guarantee that Jeremy loves cookies. Um, <laughs> I doesn't know. love cookies. <laughs> I know someone, but hmm, I'm not going to talk about that. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. I think you actually have to. Yeah, I can. <sighs> I, it's not appropriate for me to talk about it. Uh, yeah, I get it. I, I mean, well, I'll, I'll let the listeners in on it. Andy knew this mouse. <laughs> he gave it a cookie. <laughs> Stank thing wouldn't leave him alone. <laughs> he completely yeah. missed the moral of the story. Yeah, here's the thing is this mouse and I used to date. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we ate real close to the Palace Theater tonight, which is wow. pretty cool, except it's not that. I believe it's called Life 360 yes. Church. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we also another have a Baptist guest. church in town. <laughs> <laughs> another uh, Baptist church that was once a movie theater uh-huh the yeah. the only second run movie theater in town now now uh squashed by the lord yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so the lord giveth and the word taketh away uh <laughs> movie theaters aren't in the bible so are they not no are you are you sure maybe in the the new new testament now i remember something in um his letters to the church in Aphasia. <laughs> I'd say in, in, in West Hollywood or something. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where you were going with that. I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're, we're, this is the start of uh, seven days of recording and we're already losing it. Wow. <laughs> we do have a guest. Let's talk about the palace in just a second, but let's let's introduce our guest first. You've already heard his uh, sultry voice. Yeah, you may not be able to tell some of the voices at the table apart if you didn't yeah. already have that problem. With us today is Zach, and I'm I'm not seeing his last name here. Uh, Zach, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, it's uh, Zach. It's a unique pronunciation. It's uh, how well? Yes. How well? Yes. How well? Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. Noel. It, yeah, it's <laughs> yes. like Noel. It's very seasonal. It was two or three weeks ago. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and I have some exclusive information to spring food mo zach was actually the first how well (laughs) (laughs) that's not true that does discount our father and his family or Uh, entire lineage (laughs) yes the exception of that my brother zach howell my oldest brother one of my brothers joining us as guest today and what a guest he is. The, the first guest we picked for this episode. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm honored, and I'm uniquely qualified in that I'm an uncle, and I eat food. Yeah. Wow. That's I, a triple takes. uncle episode. Sorry, women. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, the guest we did have booked initially was a woman, but she chipped her tooth or cracked a tooth, wasn't yep. able to do it. Yeah. And Zach was very kind to come and fill in uh, on a day's notice. So thank sure. you, Zach, for no doing problem, this. Guys. Yeah, Yeah, loved it. That's one of the single things that will disqualify you from appearing on spring food mo is if it will cause you actual pain Uh to participate (laughs) in the eating not figurative pain which you will definitely experience the literal pain yeah so you guys uh, made me sign a waiver (laughs) 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 don't don't read that too close (laughs) (laughs) well you didn't have any say in the restaurant that we picked tonight zach in fact the guest that we uh uh, had booked chose the restaurant Mm -hmm. And uh, I researched it first, somewhere between six and ten hours, and was like, you know what? We're just going to do this restaurant anyway. Um, I mean, 
I don't want to uncover any conspiracies here, but you think she listened to an episode of the show and then cracked her own tooth? <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> bit down on a big old rock. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not unlikely. <laughs> no, she's a very uh, sweet person. I don't think that that's yeah, the I case. Mean, what What is a more <laughs> sweet way to cancel your appearance it's on our show? The sweetest tooth of all. If you don't have to be on Springfield, no, is a cracked tooth. <laughs> Where'd we go today, Andy? We went to Schultz and Dooley's. Schultz and Dooley's in this economy? Uh-huh. Well, let me ask you both before we start. Do you have any idea where the name comes from? Oh, no clue. No, I no really clue? don't know. Well... Get ready to learn. When American Prohibition ended in 1933, the very first beer licensed for sale was called Utica Club, produced by the West End Brewing Company in Utica, New York. The beer became quite popular and remained so for several decades. In the late 50s, West End Brewing began running TV ads for Utica Club that featured a pair of talking ceramic beer steins. One stein was short and squat and spoke English with an Irish accent, the other tall and lanky with a German accent. Both were voiced by comedian Jonathan Winters. The characters' names were Schultz and Dooley. Dooley, look at all this fan mail. Why, we're famous. Soon they'll want us in Hollywood. Just think of it, Dooley. Why, we could become great stars like, like Humphrey Bogart. I can see it now, Schultz. We'll play opposite the most beautiful leading ladies in movies. Dropped into a tavern. Saw some friends of mine. Almost immediately after the commercials began airing, West End Brewing collaborated with a German manufacturer to create real ceramic beer steins modeled on Schultz and Dooley to sell to the public. The initial order was 5,000 pairs of steins, and today those originals sell for around $300 each. You can find replicas for much cheaper, or you can look for later versions that feature the same characters in all kinds of different garb. Baseball jerseys, Santa suits, golf clothes, that kind of thing. One of them is just a pumpkin. Not even anthropomorphized, just, just a melon. I got loaded. I got loaded. Sometime during the late 1960s or early 1970s, a man named Charlie Foss moved to Springfield from upstate New York to work at a Howard Johnson's. Born around 1947, Foss had earned a culinary arts degree and a hotel and restaurant management degree before arriving here, and he worked several food service and hospitality jobs around town. In 1978, Foss was managing the Lamplighter Hotel as well as a restaurant there called Barnaby and Flanagan's. In 1979, though, Charlie decided it was time to stop working for other people and start his own business. So he partnered with a friend named Harold Wynn, and the two made plans to build a pub together. Schultz and Dooley's opened almost exactly 50 years ago at the end of 1979. <sighs> I couldn't find much interesting about Harold Wynn. I mean, he was a former police officer whose name appeared in the newsletter over a hundred times in the 1970s. And yeah, after a couple years at Schultz and Dooley's, he left the business. And in 1983, he robbed a bank and was indicted by a grand jury. But that's all really boring. I mean, this segment is about the history of a restaurant, not a police officer turned bank robber. We got to keep this story pure. 
The original Schultz and Dooley's was located at 2526 South Campbell in that shopping center just southwest of Funacre, which truly is Springfield's most fun acre, by the way. Charlie's motto at Schultz and Dooley's was fair price, good food, good drink and service. He served typical pub grub, burgers, fries, and steaks, but he had some secret tricks to make his dishes stand out. Eh, well, I guess they weren't that secret because Charlie told the news leader that he dipped all his steaks and burgers in Worcester, Worcester, Worcester sauce before they hit the grill. He also made sure all the meat he served was at least 80% lean or lower. Um, that means he was serving very fatty meat, which, you know, totally rules. People seem to like the homey atmosphere at Schultz and Dooley's with no loud bands or dancing girls. Those are Charles's words. The place developed a crowd of regulars who would eat and drink and, I assume, be merry two or three times a week. Charles described the vibe as, like, cheers with food, which sounds great. Afternoon, everybody. Cheers with food, I mean Schultz and Dooley's, was successful enough that Charlie was able to open a second location in 1990, Schultz and Dooley's 2, on National and the Medical Mile area. That's two with two O's, not the number. That location lasted about 22 years before closing in 2012. And all those last twos are the number. Charlie Foss also ran a Fuddruckers at Battlefield and Campbell for six years in the mid-90s. He struggled to keep it open, though, and adamantly blamed the location for its eventual closure. However, in 2001, a little while after his first Fuddruckers had gone under, Charlie Foss opened a new Fuddruckers franchise out at Lone Pine and East Battlefield, the one that's still there. And right across the street from Charlie's national chain restaurant, he opened a third location of his local endeavor, Schultz and Dooley's three, just the number three, the digit, in the spot that's now occupied by Bambino's offshoot B2 Cafe. S&D 3 stayed open there for about 10 years, it looks like. By the way, uh, back then, that small strip mall complex with the Fuddruckers was called Battlefield Towers, despite that it is definitely a single-story building. And speaking of buildings, the original Schultz and Dooley's in the Medical Mile closed up shop in 1995 and moved to the newly constructed Chesterfield Village, where it remains today, the last Schultz and Dooley's standing. It no longer belongs to Charlie Foss, though. He retired around 2015 and sold the place to a group called McVee Investments, which is apparently owned by a woman named Vonna Harris. I couldn't find a single thing about her. I have heard that she totally revamped the menu, which is kind of a bummer because I'd love to try some of those classic Charlie Voss recipes, but oh well. I can't think of a good way to end this segment now since the story had such a bland conclusion, so I'm going to try out a new catchphrase. Here goes. It's eating time. <laughs> See what he thinks are going to wow. stick? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think for 2020, that's going to be that. That's just the that's new motto new of the show. It's yeah. eating time. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, I think, I think you might've put some misinformation out there. Did I? That Schultz and Dooley's that was on Lone Pine and Battlefield. That was actually right next to 
Fuddruckers. Like, oh, it wasn't it was, that's what I had originally, and then I found mm-hmm. something that said that it used to be the beach. Oh, I probably have to go back and change the, it. <laughs> uh, that Bambino's used to be, of course, Bredo Pizza. Yeah, um, just one of the yeah. uh, one of the finest worst pizza shops um, ever. Yeah, it's like I, a high class CC's. Yes. Okay. I, oh, I went to Bredo Pizza for okay. sure. I mean, we went to church over there. Bread Ox. So. Bread Ox. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza that reveals your identity to the public. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I originally said that it was in the cellar and plate location because that was the uh-huh. first thing that I found. But I found contradictory information that said it was in the B2 spot. Wow. So uh, I'm going to have to go back and change it or just leave this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to erase all this gold uh-huh, content. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got to keep that Bredo jo- joke in there. <laughs> so any of you had experience at Schultz and Dooley's prior to your visit with me this evening? I certainly had, and I think this might be my first time ever going into Schultz and Dooley's. Mm. I, I know Zach has, though. I'm... 50 60 years old <laughs> and a million years ago when i worked at a unnamed uh big blue establishment we would go schultz and dooley's for buy one get one free shots yeah in these situations we never actually partook of any food though oh yeah that's a mistake yeah it was <laughs> on a number of it levels was not, oh yeah no yeah. it was not a great plan yeah <laughs> It seems like it's very much a bar where you go yeah. to consume alcohol. Mm. Yeah. And food absolutely. is not the main uh, thing people go there for. This Although is the first time I've ever seen menu. a menu. Yeah. Well, that may be new. They may, maybe they used to have a more limited menu. I, okay. I don't think I... Well, yeah. I, that's not true. I did go uh, there a couple times before um, times I was supposed to go to the palace and then had this conversation so good, decided not to go to the palace. Sure. Yeah. Those memories make me sad now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we never did get to talking about the palace. Maybe we should do that later. So let's get into what we ordered today. You know, as I mentioned, we got that. You guys got that uh, appetizer survey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I believe it's called the sampler on the menu, but I'm sure if you call it a survey, they will still give it to you. Yeah, that was quite the beast. The Schultz sampler, and for $11, you get fried mushrooms, onion rings, mozzarella sticks, with an X, red jalapeno poppers, and hand-battered chicken tenders. I could taste the X in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess my biggest problem with this sampler was not enough to go around. A lot of those things we had to split. I mean, there was more than enough food on the plate but some of them you had four to five pieces whereas the jalapeno poppers and those mozzarella sticks and even the chicken tenders are only two a piece of those yeah so it was more of an onion ring share platter huh. and some mushroom yeah. share platter and a, a little dash of the others yeah I saw those tenders sitting there whenever I showed up late and just figured that uh, you fellas had already eaten two of them. When you showed up, we had had one onion ring apiece. Oh, wow. That's not very much at all. I thought it had been picked over. No, no, not at all. Wow. No, we we had just gotten it at the table, really, before you arrived. That's a meager survey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like my surveys uh, bursting off the, the plate. Wow. Yeah. Chicken <laughs> at my insistence on this. As you probably should be. Oh, can I connect this to the census somehow? Is yeah. that a joke? Is that a, 
I think that's a reach. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just kind of go through this one by one, I guess. I'll I'll go ahead and stick in the driver's seat because, as we know, any episode recorded in December is canonically December. Back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. It is your brother here. (laughs) And it was my idea to book him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that tracks for our family, by the way. (laughs) Well, (laughs) oh, yeah. Andy originally texted me, do you think Zach would want to come on? But he said Z-A-C-H. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Wow. My fault. It doesn't. Yeah. Wow. So doesn't I assumed he was talking about Zach. Our, our nemesis. Our, our nemesis oh, okay. from yeah. the Pretending to be People podcast. Uh, not Zach De La Roca. Not oh, Zach we, De La Roca. We take him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm, I'm glad to have, of course, Zach Howell on the show because uh, Zach Reeves is a big steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'll, I'll I'll fight him on sight. I, you can love one once one must love one's nemesis. I love Zach. Hey, that, that's sort of our good cop bad cop relationship. <laughs> okay. You and I, uh, you love him. And oh, I, we can't say his name. I forgot it's secret. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely can't say his. There's going to be a lot of bleeps in this. Isn't there? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and bleep all those out. <laughs> Started this one off with the fried mushrooms. What do you guys think of those? That was the best part. That yes. was the best one. For I totally sure. agree. Absolutely. Uh, you know what? I, I feel like if I'd have got them fresh, like hot, I probably liked them even more. But there was a lot of flavor with these. And I feel like the breading was maybe not as thick as it was on some of the other items sure. yeah, on yeah. there. You got a, It was a very full mushroom mm-hmm, flavor. Yeah. You know, mushrooms just a generally pungent flavor to start with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's got a little more, more to it than, say, uh, an onion. That's not even true. Onions should probably have more flavor. Yeah, than sure. Onions should did. probably pop, but yeah, the ones I look to pop are actually the jalapeno poppers, but we'll get to those <laughs> soon. Um, we had three different sauces there, not to do a sauce count, but of those three, what, what did you pair the fried mushrooms with? We had ranch, some marinara sauce and some kind of berry sauce looked- on like a I, I don't know what it was. was. Sea, it was sea, it was yes. seedy. Yeah. And I think it was probably raspberry. raspberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I paired everything with everything, and I think the ranch probably went the best with the Just mushroom. about everything, probably. Yeah. 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 No, I, I don't know what exactly. I don't remember specifically what I dipped the mushroom, the, dipped into the raspberry, but I liked the raspberry. Yeah, I did too. Let's move on to those onion rings. Mm-hmm. I personally like the onion rings. I'm, I'm a onion ring connoisseur. I don't think that they were anything special. Um, they were the first bite I took and they immediately, whenever I like put it towards my mouth and kind of got a whiff of it, it awoken the feeling inside of me that this was not the dinner that I wanted to have Uh tonight, like a big (laughs) Uh fried thing. Um, I don't want to say they made me sick because they truly didn't. They were fine onion rings, but that grease smell instantly got my stomach yeah, speaking like, it's thursday night it is Ugh. too early yeah. in the week for this yeah 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 just a little <laughs> bit I, I i had some pretty bold ideas of what i was going to get for my entree before getting into that onion ring but we'll get to that later what do you guys have any thoughts on the onion ring i wasn't a big fan to be honest I, you know i felt like they were perfectly uh serviceable cisco onion rings like not saying anything bad about yeah. them. But if I were at a bar and I wanted a survey platter, I would order this survey platter Thank and not you. be disappointed. If I were out for an evening with a friend and be like, let's get some good food. Uh-huh. This would not be on the top no. of my list. This is, we've definitely had these exact onion rings before. Yeah. 
for the show, and they're definitely some sort of food service, whether it's U.S. Food or Cisco yeah. or whatever. We need to like do the research and figure out so we can recognize nah. which is which. No, nah. we're not going to do that. <laughs> Never. It's all Cisco <laughs> products. Uh, now, Zach, Zach likes onion rings, as, as yep. you're hearing here. Uh-huh. Um, doesn't like onions though. Oh, no, I don't like onions. Yeah, yeah. Um, and here's the thing: I don't like the taste of like a raw white or a raw red onion. Uh-huh. And here's the thing: I think at the end of the day, it's just the fat kid coming out in me. I like the taste of battered things fried. <laughs> and as long as I can get more of the battered fry thing than the onion taste, I'm in. How about a sweet Vidalia, my man? My yeah. mom makes a delicious sweet Vidalia onion casserole, oh. actually. It's it's one of my favorite casseroles of, of hers. Big, a head casserole, mom. Oh, and I'm sure it's great whenever that comes out. I'm doing a peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> no, closer, not far away, further away. <laughs> PB and J, put an onion on there. I say, <laughs> I love onions, but uh, you know, oh, me too. Grew up with a lot of half plain pepperoni, half pepperoni and onion pizzas. Because uh, Zach, yeah, because I Zach have the like half plain. Yeah, big bro, you're the older brother. That's oh, right. right. I, I think established that. Yeah. Of the of the uh, children, I think that's the um, most picky food. Uh, I get to be picky about everything. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I just don't to, think I get to establish the baseline, and then you guys just have <laughs> to live with it. I was the oldest child, also, and I don't feel like it was that way for me. Uh-huh. Now, my dad, he's got some real weird nitpicks. Doesn't like pasta. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, wait! Didn't you go to Bambino's for his birthday once? Oh, While we were doing the show, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> you guys are considerate. <laughs> Love children. <you> yeah. <laughs> What's up next on here? How about those mozzarella sticks? Just just had some pretty good mozzarella sticks a couple weeks ago at the hangout. Yeah, I mean, for us it was uh, less. It was five days ago. Absolutely, the hangout ones ruined this one. Yeah, they were they were totally fine. They They're were okay. still They're, fried yeah. cheese, but yeah. man. Um, wouldn't order them again. I don't think no. not on purpose. I would order them on accident for sure. I would definitely order them on accident. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, consider you don't know what anything on a menu is called uh, <laughs> by your calling this a survey. I, I can definitely see you doing that. They, they were they reminded me like of fish sticks, the breading, like frozen yeah. fish stick breading. Oh yeah, I get with that. cheese that wasn't even that punt. Like the cheese didn't have much of a flavor. It just was like a very bland mm-hmm. mozzarella stick. Does anybody have any opinions on that uh, marinara sauce? Oh, I thought it was ketchup. It's ketchup. It was. Yeah. And it, here's oh. the thing. It wasn't thick ketchup. It was liquid ketchup. Thin, yeah. The worst ketchup. Well, I was thinking it was maybe like some kind of house ketchup because we had like a good version of that a few places recently. Okay. And, you know, those are typically thinner than your Heinz or whatever, yeah. but they've got a little uh, mealiness to them. Mm-hmm. It's just once you told me it was marinara, it made sense. Let's go. Oh, yeah, that is supposed to be marinara, but supposed to be is like the key phrase there. It didn't, it wasn't a uh, satisfactory marinara dip at all. Yeah. I think I'd use that like twice. Maybe dip the chicken in it once on accident. You did. Yeah. Yeah. You dipped something. I wiped it it off. (laughs) Get that off there. (laughs) Mostly because I I didn't want to contaminate one of the other sauces. Sure. Sure. If I'd have been there on my own eating in uh, a survey, which I would for Mm. sure. I I have done it for the show and gotten ill because of it. Uh, Coyotes Adobe. Thank you for that. would not have wiped it off, but <laughs> it just gone straight into the other dip with it. Who cares? Well, when you go solo, you typically ask for a glass on the side to mix all the sauces <laughs> together. <laughs> anyway, So <laughs> the, there would have been no reason to wipe. <laughs> 
Well, that's what you do at uh, Old Mexican Villa. We <laughs> had a long discussion about that once. You're always talking about how there's no reason to wipe for all sorts of different <laughs> scenarios. <laughs> that's the first time I have rolled my chair into the wall. That's the first. I'm going to keep it in. Who cares? It's a food podcast, but you know. How about those red jalapeno poppers? Okay, so I'm just thinking, um, is it a pun? The po- Is it supposed to sound like pepper? Oh, oh. yeah. It Almost is certainly. Yeah, yeah I, I just so. got it as I was thinking sure. about it when you yeah. said it earlier. I mean, they're poppable as well. Like you uh-huh. can pop them, but yeah, no, that that totally makes yeah. sense. Well, it's five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In all seriousness, uh, I mean, I don't think that these like were all that special beyond the fact that they are red jalapenos, yeah. Yeah. which I thought was kind of interesting uh-huh. and looked good. <laughs> It's, it's got to be real hard to get that dye in there. <laughs> <laughs> and there was some debate at the beginning because we thought we maybe saw green coming uh-huh. through the batter. What? Where? Why did we see green coming through the batter, guys? It, whatever the color of batter is, whenever put over bright red, creates a green. green. It, it really, truly did yeah. still look green once we confirmed that it was indeed red underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had to bite Weird. into it before you could tell that there was, in fact, a red pepper in there. Pretty standard Halloween pino poppers. Beyond uh-huh. that, just yeah. cream cheese. I would say maybe slightly le- like liked it slightly less than average. Sure, they're pretty bland. This is also if you're supposed to dip into the sauces. So yeah. I think it's the sauce is pretty important here. Once again, I went straight for that raspberry sauce, and I had a great time. Yeah, yeah, the raspberry was the one to do with that for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's the one I was meant to pair with. Originally, I thought that they were green jalapenos and the red. Uh-huh. was just the sauce but no they were fine yeah eh, nothing uh, nothing look i didn't get out my quill and write up on some <laughs> parchment home to my mommy about them it was a raspberry beret <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and then those hand battered chicken tenders put last here because hey that's the order they're listed on the menu didn't love these Ooh, they were these yeah. these are outright bad. Really didn't like them. We just had yeah. some pretty bad chicken tenders too at the hangout uh-huh. once again as a part of our survey of their food, and uh, I think these might have been worse. <laughs> these were real rubber. They were they were undercooked. Were they overfried or they undercooked? Were what were they? I hope they weren't undercooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They looked white. They looked thoroughly yeah. white on the inside. So where were we? <laughs> Good question. I somebody had, very to, somebody had to stop <laughs> recording. <laughs> Ah, yeah, you know, I had a cold beer at dinner, a uh, hot tea whenever we arrived here to settle my stomach, and then followed it up immediately with some a ice nap. water. You had to take a nap, <laughs> is what we're saying. <laughs> that caused a bit of bodily function yeah. in me. Sleepy, Those chicken tenders, uh, I don't think we have anything else to they're say bad. on those. Yeah. yeah, they're not good. Straight up yeah. bad. Entrees, I guess we're moving on then, huh? Cool. Yeah. We did get some beers. They had uh, a couple tiny timber beers on the menu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zach and I tried one of each. I had a Colorado IPA. Uh-huh. Um, in general, I'm not a huge IPA fan. I thoroughly enjoyed this Colorado yeah. IPA. They're served it was in these great. beautiful tie-in timber 12-ounce glasses, oh, yeah. too. I love that. I was going to talk about that. See, I went to Schultz and Dooley's uh, like a week and a half ago or something with a friend, and... Uh, I definitely got that Colorado IPA, and it was served in a 16-ounce pint glass. Yeah. Wow. 
Um, and then this time they gave us 12 ounces for the same they price. They offered Zach a, so a 12 or 16, 16, actually. Oh, yeah. they, they said that yours that was only came mine. in 12. Yeah, I was trying not to be a lush. I she could you. tell you were a lightweight. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah. It just, when I got there, like, sour, which is like a shorter run beer. Yeah. Uh, which I really liked a lot. I've been trying to get into the sours more. I think, like, the Me 12 too. ounces are about the, same, about the right size. Yes. Even smaller. I like the, like little ones at best of luck if I'm going to go sour. Dan likes a syringe. <laughs> just to do little squirts onto his tongue. He's got a little thimble. <laughs> yes. No, they pour it into a thimble and he holds it above his mouth so like it just slowly leaks out of the little holes in the thimble. <laughs> and I still end up getting cut off every night. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and move into their, our entrees for real this time. Dan, what did you get? As I said, I was going to get the Reuben quesadilla, which I'm assuming is what it sounds like. Uh, components of a Reuben sandwich pressed between some flour tortilla. It sounded pretty good, but man, I got a whiff of that fried food and my my whole stomach just kind of turned. I, I really don't think it's anything indicative of like Schultz and Dooley's or the atmosphere yeah. or anything. I had just gotten off work. And uh, he taste tests fried apps for work. <laughs> That's his job. And we're asking him to do that, you know, for fun afterwards. This yeah. is not a good gig for him. Yeah, I taste test the apps down at the old wood mill that I worked at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had just gotten off. So I immediately pivoted, probably the biggest pivot in the history of Spring uh -huh. Food Mo, if the fans are keeping track. <laughs> um, I went with something off of their village salads portion of the menu with the chop house salad. Oh, ring the salad bell. <laughs> wow. Ring the salad bell. Is this the first <laughs> salad that one of you or I have tried on as the show? as an entree for sure? Yeah, yeah. I th maybe we've had a guest who has tried one as an entree, but I, I certainly have never. I've wanted to do it before, but I'm always just afraid you're going to get kind of the short end of the stick as far as what the restaurant is offering. Tell us that stick size, Dan. Oh, boy. <laughs> Big old salad. It was a pretty good sized salad. Um, it came with mixed greens, blue cheese crumbles, tomatoes, hard boiled egg, candied pecans and walnuts, homemade croutons and choice of dressing. Man, what dressing did you choose? Oh, my God, Andy. <laughs> he said, well, I'm a, on a diet, so I'm going to get the <laughs> now. Whenever I say the name of the dressing, I think listeners will know why I got it. It's called warm bacon vinaigrette, <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> insane. Um, I'm not like some circa 2013 bacon freak yeah, that, yeah, that loves epic bacon and everything <laughs> and all, all that garbage. <laughs> but just the thought of a warm vinaigrette, I kind of assumed that it was going to be freshly cooked bacon put into this vinaigrette and kind of warming it up mm. it just sounded pretty interesting to me all the rest of their dressings are very standard just your ranch blue cheese honey mustard thousand island balsamic raspberry vinaigrette and a french dressing so i went with the kind of weird one salad didn't have any bacon on there i think you mean freedom dressing <laughs> god <laughs> yes i did you caught me i meant freedom dressing <laughs> that's what i call ranch <laughs> and uh. eagle cried as he ordered it that is so good andy that is that is such a great joke <laughs> this this salad as you know because you just heard the ingredients 
have a lot going on uh, um, between the candied pecans, candied walnuts, and the homemade croutons. I would say about a third of the salad was some kind of bread or batter or like shell. I guess I guess the candied pecans and stuff are more of a sugar shell. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if all these flavors are supposed to go together. Yeah. The blue cheese uh, crumbles. Those threw me for a loop because uh, I looked past them on the menu. I read it very quickly. It's like, and it's like you were Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, I, I going through a loop. Missed it. If I was Sonic the Hedgehog, though, I wouldn't miss something blue, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have gone with the chili dog, really. You know, they, they weren't too off-putting to me. I'm not a big blue cheese guy, but... It, I even had one of these just straight to the dome, nothing else. And it didn't like repulse me. I didn't gag or anything, you know? So I thought that those were all right, but just a whole lot of bread on here. They do have homemade croutons, which are kind of cool to see. They're clearly just the uh, little tears of like actual bread that they've dried. Yeah, I love that. And baked. Love that, touch. that was lovely. They, I don't think the croutons were quite as seasoned as I like my croutons to be. They, they, it was just a whole lot of dryness. The candied pecans and candied walnuts, delicious on their own. And there's a ton of them in there whenever I would pick them out. Awesome. But just all together, I, it, it, it just didn't all work for me. Between the hard-boiled egg and the blue cheese and candy-coated nuts, I just don't know what flavor they're going for here and it seems like just kind of a hodgepodge it's the first thing on their salad menu which they have five or six salads i just kind of assumed it was their main salad but it uh it's a little weird i added chicken to it as well i don't even know if i mentioned that the chicken was all right a little dry but just just a bit much. Just a bit much for me. What I, a pile of food you had. Yeah. It was so, it was such a busy place. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I like I, I was going for something lighter so that I would not kill my stomach. And then it arrived. And beyond even the warm bacon vinaigrette, before that even hit the salad, it's clearly like <laughs> probably more food than either of you had. Like I think I only oh, finished yeah. half of it. And it's just a it's a bready salad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a, there's a lot of bread going on there, a lot of sugar, a lot of stuff on a salad that I don't know that I actually want, but uh, what do I know about salads? I'm not <laughs> a freaking <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> you spent 10 minutes talking about salad and dismissed everything you said. <laughs> I thought we were opening a brave new world. And no. <laughs> no, no, this is not going to become salad food, Mo. Uh, yeah, because salads aren't food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you get, Zach? So I got the buffalo chicken sandwich, and the menu describes it as fried chicken tossed in buffalo sauce with pepper, pepper jack cheese on a grilled pretzel bun. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Wow. Whenever Dan said he was trying to stay away from the fried food, I just went hard in the paint. Sure. I yeah. was like, I'm just going to go. I've had uh, I've had my taste, and now I'm going to go fried 100%. So I got mine with uh, my choice of uh, curly fries for my side. I'm going to start with the curly fries. They were a little overcooked. Mm-hmm. They're a little, you know, uh, I prefer them... Um, overcooked over undercooked maybe sure. i don't i don't know but they were way too crunchy they were not amazing they were perfectly serviceable bar fries um the the chicken itself and they kind of had that typical 
bar buffalo flavor. And for me, that's not dismissive. Yeah. I like that typical bar buffalo flavor. Not too spicy, but enough to where there's just a little almost taste of heat on your tongue. The bun itself, I couldn't really taste the pretzel. It might as well have been a regular old bun. Um, not to say it was bad in any way, shape, or form, just nothing special. Here's, here is my complaint. I'm a pepper jack cheese fan. I love pepper jack uh-huh. cheese. You stand it. I yes, yeah. <laughs> I I have many tattoos. One of them being pepper jack cheese. One of them being gouda. One of them being sharp cheddar. Um, I mean, Zach does not have those tattoos, but they truly would not be even close to the dumbest thing that he is <laughs> marked his body with. <laughs> the, the one I can make out right here is a Sun Records yeah. tattoo, which is way cool. No, yeah. very cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Elvis would be glad to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to grace the stage with a. Uh, Plus, there's a chicken on it. So this year, this show. Shows you how much of a chicken fan I am. I have it tattooed on me. Uh, so going back to uh, to this cheese, I, I explained to Andy during the meal way back when we used to take like tortilla chips and just put like craft singles on them and microwave them, and that would be quote unquote nachos. And to this day, I find them disgusting. The cheese on the sandwich reminded me of that, and uh-huh, I couldn't sure. get past that over-processed, almost single cheese, just kind of haphazardly, maybe microwave melted on top of it. It took away from the experience of the entire dish for me. Um, So maybe had I got it without cheese, once again, the chicken didn't seem too undercooked, too overcooked. It seemed pretty good, but I could never get a bite of it without this horrendous topping on top of it. Here's the thing I think. Hot chicken sandwich doesn't need hot cheese on it or a pepper jack cheese. I don't think a chicken sandwich needs cheese, period. I know. Having lived it, I I stand firmly with you. I am am, firmly with me. Yeah, (laughs) I I am on the anti cheese on chicken ballot. He stands firmly (laughs) cheese, not on sandwiches. Oh, boy. Uh, I got a burger. Wow. So this is when they cook some beef and put it between a bun. Mm. Um, Tell me more. I'm a fan. <laughs> this particular burger is called the Spicy Baja. Uh, it's got pepper jack. That's Cal- a region of California, correct? Mexico, my oh, friend. Wow. Now, <laughs> the California, Baja that's a region of Peninsula. Mexico, correct? <laughs> some people in Missouri might have you believe that. Uh, pepper jack, jalapeno slices, jalapeno onion straws with our signature Baja sauce on a grilled bun does not say grilled pretzel bun, but I assume it's probably the same bun. Um, that they, pretzel bun, that's sort of a holdover from 2016. That, that was real hot a couple of years ago, oh. and I, I think has kind of left the circuit now, but is still stuck on some menus. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. Do you not remember the great pretzel bun wake of a few years ago? Just the every everybody and their mother decided that pretzel buns were good all of a sudden, as if we hadn't had like bread before? Pretty sure I made it clear that no, I, I don't remember that. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was heralded by Wendy's and Burger King. Yes, oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Wendy's was serving pretzel bun stuff. The fans will back me up on this. Don't eat a lot of Burger I see King the phone's and Wendy's, lighting guys. Up right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been at this eating local game a lot longer than you two, I guess. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> All right, so they give you the choice here. It's on the menu. Usually you can order like a, your burger medium rare or whatever, but I love to get a medium rare burger. Sure. Love it. Oh yeah. It's a little risky. I feel at some places usually yeah. only do it like a steakhouse that happens to have a burger, but 
took a risk tonight since it was right there on the menu. Thought maybe they'd have somebody back there to pull it off. And I got to say, it wasn't quite medium rare. You couldn't see the, the pink necessarily in there like you should be able to at that level. But uh, this is still a juicy burger, and I really liked it. Oh, wow. I really liked it a lot. I could have done without all the accoutrement. I wish I had just gotten like a regular burger with uh, cheddar cheese on it or something. Like the jalapeno straws and the jalapeno slices didn't really add anything to it. Uh, I guess the straws gave it a little bit of texture, but the burger was so juicy that mostly like, you know, sogged up the straws. So wish I just gotten a regular burger. But I got to say it was, it was premium quality meat. And my stomach was already full of fried stuff. Sure. Like I wasn't yeah. even that hungry when I was eating it. and was still really enjoying it. Um, yeah, it was a very, it was really tasty. What did you make of those curly fries? You you also got those on the side. I'm with Zach. I think they were overdone a little bit. One of the nice things about curly fries is you do get a different variety of texture. Sure. I feel like you get those like long, skinny, curly ones yeah. with like yeah. eight curls. Yeah. The those, coils, those yeah, the coils. They're yeah. going to be really soft. You get coils <laughs> and crescent moons. Yeah, <laughs> is that for real? Well, I mean, that's. I, I'm I'm laying it out there right now. Okay, coils and crescent <laughs> moons. Okay, so the coils are usually not that crispy. They're sure. soft. You bite yeah. into them. It's like yeah. a mashed potato quality. But then you get the crispy crescent moons. Yeah, yeah. And those are a lot crispier. Yeah. I don't know if like it's almost more a traditional them. French fry. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, because yeah. like they're more that more of them are exposed to the oil for longer. I assume is the reason. And these were just all they all had the texture of the crescent moons. Yeah. They were very crunchy, very crispy. I feel like they were under seasoned too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't we're see a whole bland. lot of like the the full full big curls on either of your plates. That that uh those those curls that go on for days. Uh-huh. My type of curls. <laughs> uh, I wish uh, one of us would have tried the regular fry just yeah. to see. Because I actually tried the sweet potato fries last time I was there and thought those were fine. I'm a fan of sweet potato fries. Again, I think these are like food service fries yeah. of some kind they have the these are the exact same sweet potato fries that they have at galloway grill just what kind of cut for it, sure cut are you getting there very yeah. thin oh, okay. not not like straw sure. thin but pretty darn thin yeah. uh fries for the sweet McDonald's. potato fries yeah McDonald's they're cut, about yeah. maybe slightly okay. thicker than mcdonald's sure. but and i like those a lot more i like those a lot more than the curly fries curly fries yeah. i had to signal to dan <laughs> what the word my brain is not working <laughs> for, uh, yeah <laughs> Andy was doing the universal sign for whoop de doo. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting a let's hurry this thing yeah. up. <laughs> no, I feel fine about that. We are like we like less than halfway through a difficult spring food episode at this point. We've really they've really ballooned, folks. Yeah. <laughs> we used to do like a show that was like forty five minutes long. <laughs> got got our longest ever episode in uh, well, I mean, just recorded a few days ago. The uh-huh. hangout, uh, uh, longest episode member of Dan Simber. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow, love to see it. Andy loves that term. No, that, I that don't. Phrase. Well, you didn't say you love to see it. You just said love to see it. Oh, so okay. it's you. I, yeah. I hate the second person, everyone. Stop doing it. Don't tell me what I like and what I don't like and what I love to see. Just let me figure it out for myself. Well, you hate, hate to see that. Person. You hate to see that. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> in this case, it holds true. This time and this time only. Okay. So I guess we better rate Schultz and Dooley's. How many church side tap rooms? Uh, would you like to uh, rate Schultz and Dooley's? Uh, Zach, eh, since you're visiting us here today in the tower, tonight in the tower, let's look at that view. So many <laughs> oh, lights. Beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> earlier, wherever you scooted back in your chair, I felt fear. Yeah. I was, I was a little on edge. Yeah, I almost toppled out of the window. I think canonically there are no windows. <laughs> <laughs> but how could you know, Zach? Yeah. <laughs> it's all so stupid. Yeah, you've, you've only seen the tower from the outside yeah, exactly. up here now. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what do you think? Out of five, what would you rate this place? I'm going to give it a two. 
man. Wow. Yeah. It, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna encapsulate my review. If I were going out for a nicer meal or just wanting to go out to go get some food, I'm gonna give it a two. If I'm four or five beers in and I want to survey some chicken, I'm giving a three and point uh, one. 3.1. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah. Windows 3.1. Okay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So like, like we don't have in the tower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just as a hey guys, let's go out and grab a bite. It's not for me. Sure. And maybe if I had the burger, which I debated it's on a, strongly, yeah, I might. I might be completely different. But that burger I, sounded good, and yeah. that's a good big burger. selling point for a bar to yeah, have I've a really burger that's it. yeah worth its. Weight and mustard, I think, is how the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the yeah turn of phrase goes. Okay. I was gonna try a, like a Dooley's decimal system, and I couldn't get it out. <laughs> that's good. It's good oh, man, that that is that's straight from the mind of Andy Carr right there. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> I, I like it. Go to head, Dan. Go to head, Dan. <laughs> go go to head. Uh, man, I. I don't know. I, I, I get a lot kind of hesitant now going overly negative on these places because, I mean, for starters, I don't really love being negative. I, I prefer to focus on the positive, but it also seems like our listeners don't exactly love <laughs> when we're negative on places. Uh, yeah. We seem to get more uh, flack about no, that. No, 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 no. Our listeners seem to not care or like it. It's the people who uh, don't listen and hear about it that seem to be upset. <laughs> I did not mean to start a flame war. Uh, no, it, it was going this direction for me anyway. I think I am going to go with a two as well. Yeah. I, I was pretty disappointed in mine. I think had I gotten that burger, you, you know me, I, it probably would have jumped it up to like a four. I, uh-huh. I, 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 I'll I'll give a lot of room for one good item on a menu, but everything I had there tonight just really kind of the fried food was uh, just too much fried for me. And then the uh, fresh salad was also a whole lot of fried stuff. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. D- didn't love it, man. We didn't talk a whole lot about the ambiance. I feel like that's kind of a key component, too, because I like this burger a lot, but I don't know if I'd go through go and honestly suffer through the vibe at Schultz and Dooley's to get the burger again. Especially when there's no movie to see afterwards. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's that's a big bummer. Yeah. <laughs> I could see myself visiting Schultz and Dooley's for two beers before a movie. Yeah, but absolutely. They do have a patio, and I will say it's a pretty nice patio, mm-hmm. and it's not nearly as loud out there. Sure. When you and I went tonight, it was not loud. But whenever I went um, last Sunday, there was a football game going on. Now, oh, uh, there were like 10 people, at, and they were all sitting at the bar, and we were sitting at a table that was like, pretty far removed for the bar and we were probably there for an hour maybe hour and a half and like for a two-thirds of the time that we were there they had the volume cranked so loud it felt (laughs) like we were at the stadium like yelling across the table at each other that's a slight exaggeration but it was a struggle now i have like hearing issues to begin with so like i'm not a good judge of that but man it was excessive and I've heard that their karaoke night is the same way, like really nuts, though that's secondhand, you know. Yeah. One thing I did like about the ambiance in here, they got a couple like full size playing card tables. Oh, now, yeah. Not like your square card table that you would have at home, but like actual felt topped with uh, um, drink holders on the side card tables. Which I think is pretty cool if you if you want to get a game of cards together. 
you could bring your friends up there. Although I would have guessed had we sat at that uh, card table, we would have probably been in some with some trouble with the uh, large group of people who came in yeah. and seemed yeah. like they frequent Schultz and Dooley's yeah. for the express purpose of playing cards there. That's cool. I like that. I yeah, think it's I very like cool, but I don't. I don't know how welcoming that card table yeah. actually is. I, I think there are some people who probably run it, uh-huh. but you know, I don't want to put too much on it there. You know, I, I don't really understand what the aesthetic is at this place. If it has one at all, there's just kind of random stuff on the wall, that kind of thing. But also it, it, this may be a situation which is more not for me. You sure. know, it's clearly like I love karaoke now that's canonical um, <laughs> in my own life. <laughs> it's part of my personality <laughs> canon. Uh, but I, you know, I'm not a football game watcher. Don't have, don't condescend to people who like it, but or anything like that. It's just not for me. I mean, I'm going to go 2.5 because I did like that burger, but this is not a place I have any intention to go back to unless other people want to go or something. You you were saying during dinner that if the mindless football watching masses, <laughs> I did not the, say uh, that. the scores of plebes who uh, just want to see people get their ba- brains bashed out, <laughs> that, that it would be a good place for them. <laughs> I don't ever <laughs> condescend to sports fans. I don't. No. It's you no really different don't. from like caring about members of bands' names. It's it's the exact same kind of <laughs> dorkery. It's the same thing. What kind, yeah. what kind of dork would do that? <laughs> anyway, so that's our review of Schultz and Dooley's. Let's move on to our special guest. It's not that special because we've done it like 50 <laughs> times now, but let's move on to our regular guest interview segment. Last meal. Funny bitch. Welcome to our regular segment, Last Meal, with special guest. Regular segment, special guest, because he shares a last name with me, Zach Howell. Zach, Mayor McClure, Mayor Ken McClure, uh, who, of course, replaced Clara Porter. What was her last name? Clara. It's not Clara Porter. No, it's not. (laughs) Whoever the Wendy's lady was from my fact, I don't know. He replaced her, kept the same town motto uh, show me the beef every town has a motto uh-huh. <laughs> okay he not a big fan of computers and i hear you love the things yeah yeah uh he he's he's way into the old stuff he, he likes abacuses Tracks. he likes uh 78 uh rpm records um, that is real scratchy. Um, he's just a big fan of that old stuff. Fax machines. Love that. Loves that garbage. Loves that the, analog. The talk boy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's got he's a <laughs> big talk boy. Got, got that. Uh, he just got his first printer. It's the one that you plug into the uh, old gray Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he he hates what you do. He hates your kind and he thinks that you deserve to eat completely unseasoned oatmeal for the rest of your life. Okay. Um, which is good. He's turned over a new leaf. He's no longer killing people. Yeah, I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm a little relieved. Uh It's a, it's good news and RIP to all those dead guests. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, you know, before he, he's he's still a generous man, one of the kindest men I know. <laughs> he decided that uh, you get to have one last meal. <laughs> Is this like a Thanos thing? Like, <laughs> yes, much like Thanos, he 
he he's very justified in what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> you love to see he's the a people kind, benevolent leader uh-huh. who who are like, man, that that Thanos, he's got the right idea. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> say here, uh, let's watch my favorite movie, The Boondock Saints. <laughs> So, Zach, uh, for your last meal, you, of course, get a drink, an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. A dessert? A dessert. (laughs) (laughs) Rerudo? Are we finally doing the Adam Sandler thing? (laughs) Hey, hey, uh, I didn't know this until just when you were telling me during Dan's break, but you used to host a radio show. I did. I did. I had a... uh, computer call-in show so that's kind of what dan was referencing i've been in it since 2001 ish so those computers they would dial in and they'd be like <laughs> please fix me yeah they would ask me questions on how to prove that they weren't a robot and they would also ask me if i were a human where would i hide in the upcoming robot revolution it was kind of a chapata type thing so you know <laughs> It's the computer saying, I am. What do you think about the new iPhone XS? (laughs) Sucks, right? Yeah. Will it still run? Snowleopard. Is it cool if we just listen on to everything that you do? Like, is that okay? Yeah. Zach, I'm sorry. Go, please continue. So, uh. uh, just uh, killed me. (laughs) I am sent you. So yeah, I uh, I, uh, I have a face for radio. I was once a uh, local uh, radio host, and people would call in, just ask me questions on how to fix their computer, or what kind of computer to buy, or you know any type of thing like that. And uh, it definitely started off as like this big promotional experience for a former employer of mine. Towards the end of it, I was just kind of done with it. You know, I won my Saturday mornings back, so it was very much me, just me hanging out, talking about the Avengers movies and what I thought would happen. <laughs> yeah. That so, did not go over well on the local conservative radio show uh, <laughs> at 8 a.m. Uh, turns out that is not what people were turning in to hear um, some guy tell them what they th- whether or not they thought Black Panther would ever join the Marvel Universe. <laughs> the last straw was whenever you started uh, double dipping and recommending everybody buy the Zachbook Pro. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a hot commodity. It was the it was the tickle me Elmo of that Christmas. Uh, how about your drink? <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of mentioned it earlier. I'm not much of a big IPA guy. Um, somewhere along the line, I discovered Green Ghost, uh, oh, which yeah. is an SBC uh, IPA, and I fell in love with it. And I maybe I fell in love with it because it's not a traditional IPA. I'm not going to say it's my favorite beer I've ever had in my life, but it might be in my top 10. Wow. So a hard Man. recommendation. Radical. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about uh, an appetizer? Overall in life, I'm not much of an app guy. Mm. Um, you know, the surveys, they just don't do it for me. I usually pass on them. <laughs> There's a uh, place here in town called Ola Big Whiskeys. Mm-hmm. They are they are officially local, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, they are. Cool. Cool. For Good. now. So, yeah, for now. So they uh, they have a seasonal McRibbish uh, thing called Popper Dip, Chicken Popper Dip. Or, huh. uh, so har- I'm so sorry, Jalapeno Popper Dip. And whenever it's out, it's the savory jalapeno thing. It comes with these pita chips. It's actually incredibly delightful. So, But once again, they, they kind of run it in this limited quantity. I don't know if they do it f- because of supply, because of demand, or some combination of the two. But hard recommendation on that. Also. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. I can't. I don't want to cover Big Whiskey. Their story is so <laughs> insane, and I don't yeah, care an about it at all. Yeah, 
<laughs> I just had big whiskeys last week for a work dinner. I had to go to a place that everybody could agree on and uh, thought it was all right. Perfect. So it's fine. Totally passable. Yeah. It's a bar. Yeah. It's better than yeah. Schultz. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. All right. How about your entree, Zach? So this one I really struggled with, and it wasn't the entree itself. It was what from, and, and you guys, please forgive me if I mispronounce the name, what from Zyka would sure. I choose? Um, do I just choose the whole menu? Um, do I go with a tried and true? Go with the buffet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do I go with the Zyka buffet? Um, at the end of the day, I think I landed on butter chicken. Mm. Like, if you're going to hold a gun to my head and be like, you have bland oatmeal to eat for the rest of your life. Here's your one dish that you get one more time. I think I'm going to go with the butter chicken it's from Zyka one more time. Nice. Radical. I already said radical. <laughs> I got to cut. I got to it expand my voc- yeah. vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. And for dessert. For dessert, uh, not only because I like the flavor, it's just a fun name to say, but Andy's frozen custard, the James Brown Brownie fun day. Yeah. Brownie fudge fun Sunday. It's the, so much the, fun. The James Brown funky jackhammer. I believe is that's that what it's called. Yeah. 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 I like it. I love it. Uh, it's amazing that we've now mentioned two different things you're going to hear more about in a very future, okay. a very uh, <laughs> soonly. Um, soonly. Wow. Uh, uh, and you have an English the, degree, correct? Yeah. <laughs> Assumedly, upcoming episode is going to mention two different things that you've already heard about in this one that we've never talked about before, including James Brownie Funky Jackhammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's very it. good. It's yeah. so good. It's it's. A I love it. Dessert. It's probably my favorite thing on the menu at Andy's. Yeah, not that I have that much experience. I will say that my nephews call it Uncle Andy's Frozen Custard. Oh, so, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, what a good show, Dan! Wow. <laughs> We just hit an hour. All timer, really? Let's get it cut down to maybe 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> there was easily 10 minutes of really good content in there. Yeah. Oh, man. I guess we don't have anything else. No, that, today, that's do we? all. all right. uh, Zach, you mind getting the door? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, come on in. Uh, hey there. Okay. Uh, hey. Well. Just uh, to kind of let the listeners in on what we're looking at here, this is, uh, you know, sometimes we uncover more information about our s- special guests as as they, they uncover it themselves. But yeah. this appears to be a human-sized mole. Yeah, I've, I've, I've noticed on your show, I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh-huh. I really enjoy Dan's parts. Yeah, well. Who doesn't? Oh, I love Dan's parts. <laughs> oh, man. Thank Are you a big you. fan of Dan December? <laughs> oh, my favorite month of all. Dan Wish. December. <laughs> Better no. than all of the other months. Now, you are uh, a, a man-sized mole, and uh, you're you're wearing some uh, a trench coat. It, uh, I have are noticed you concealing something? many of the guests you have on this show come on and it's like y'all can't see what they look like <laughs> yes. or something. Yeah. All of a sudden, turns out they're, say, for instance, a dolphin. Yes. Yeah. I thought I'd be just a little bit straight, more straightforward than my friend Johnny was. Oh, you're you're friends with Bernie Topfin. Well, I don't know why he insisted on being called Bernie Topfin. I, I think it's I've because always, it sounds slightly like Bernie Taupin. <laughs> I don't know who that is. The, the pr- principal songwriter of uh, Elton John's classic tunes, Benny oh. and the Jets. Uh Rocket, rocket man. man. Listen, I ain't, I don't bamp in no rocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you, I mean, 
I would say probably more people know who Bernie Taupin is than Johnny Morris. Listen, but you seem to know him better as his. No rockets for me. Only cars. <laughs> <laughs> only cars. My name's Jim O'Reilly. Okay, founder okay. O'Reilly God. Auto Parts. I turn myself into Mo. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> L- listeners might want to go back um, <laughs> to the episode where Bernie Topfin first appeared. Uh, his whole thing was that he is Johnny Morris, the owner of Bass Pro Shops, who uh, by some <laughs> miracle had turned himself into a uh, an anthropomorphic dolphin. Why? why don't- I don't believe in miracles, <laughs> you sexy thing. Okay, <laughs> it's science. <laughs> Well, um, why I heard you you're a pro science podcast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We, we would never do anything to deny science. Well, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not that much of a scientist. I'm more into cars, okay. working on engines, uh, wheels. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. How, what are some other parts of a car? Exhaust. Okay. Yes. Headlight. Uh, just one. Okay. Big, big uh, Jacob Dylan fan. Uh, window. <laughs> Now this <laughs> license plate. Do, do you do you like the car Trunk. in its car form, or are you just a fan of all the different parts? I mean, it seems I, like I like selling the parts for money. Okay, okay, that's most mostly <laughs> yeah, what I'm sure, into. Sure. Listen, I, when I heard Bernie's plan, I thought the best thing for me to do was to just turn myself into a mole. Sure, yeah, Bernie. I meant Johnny. I'm getting confused <laughs> myself now. <laughs> Now you didn't come up with a with an alter ego like he did. Whenever he no, became an animal, I'm an honest man. Okay, <laughs> an honest animorph. Now. Well, I I was once a man. <laughs> I have a man's mind and a man's stature. Uh-huh. Man's and, hands too. Very weird. Uh, don't look too close now. <laughs> at the old the old grabbers, I like to say. Oh, God. <laughs> I grab dirt. <laughs> okay. I'm a mole. Yes. Yeah. Cowboy mole. You're much higher above ground than you are normally. That's <laughs> it's a, it's a fact. How are you? You look, you seem a lot like Dan. Y'all brothers? Uh, we're related. Yeah. Yes. Okay. yeah. Just yeah. related. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Right. I've always dreamed of becoming a mole. So oh. this is <laughs> hey, this is enthralling for me. I can hook you up. It's not cheap, but I, I know some people. And let me tell you, it's going to be advantageous here pretty soon. So. Would you like to hear why it'd be advantageous? I mean, I guess so, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> we're all going to be living underground soon. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure. Johnny Morris went and turned himself into a dolphin, yes. and he didn't really think it through, Dan. Uh-huh. He needs salt water, but Johnny can't leave Missouri now, can he? No. no. He just loves Springfield so much, he has to live here. Mm-hmm. His buddy Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Yes. He said Johnny could rent a room in his Oceanside Malibu mansion for just 250k a week. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's nothing. It's basically free. No. Yeah. Yeah. But Johnny said no. He's, he has to be here in Missouri near all his white bass buddies, so he made new friends. Mm-hmm. They're all, all mm-hmm. fish. Yes, yes. John, <laughs> you get you got that? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Johnny decided that if he can't go to the ocean, he's going to bring the ocean to him. Oh. Mm-hmm. So is this whole aquarium thing a front? No, that 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 predates okay. the, him being a dolphin. That's probably why he got into it. Okay, like, you know yeah, what? I just love looking yeah. at these well, fish yeah, so yeah. much. Yeah. I 
I want to get in and play. Whenever <laughs> everything's underwater, you're still going to need a freshwater aquarium. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that all those are freshwater fish, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, so is, that, this is Andy that makes still sense. here. He, yeah. He's preserving the freshwater wildlife uh, okay. to uh-huh. uh, to reside within the saltwater. I that think makes he sense. was in a tank or something whenever he showed up here. Is that right? Uh, he, I've seen him in a tank. I've seen him with and without a tank. Just kind of depends on how he's feeling that day. I, I don't. I don't specifically remember that part of his mythos, but uh, hmm. I will take your word for it, Andy. It, you know, I don't remember either, just because it's, that episode's been so long ago. I listened to all of them multiple times, but oh. they all sort of blend together yeah. after a certain wow. point. Man, y'all should it's really. It's, you should really bury up the structure <laughs> from time to time. You should really listen. not listen to them more than once. <laughs> listen, who would do that? <laughs> no one in their right mind. Not even the person who edits them. <laughs> Johnny Morris is going to use his satellites to accelerate global warming, to flood the earth and make Missouri an island. Now, (laughs) Missouri is going to be an island dance. Missouri is going to become America. Under what guise did he get those satellites up there? Because I I feel like his investors probably wouldn't have uh, followed suit. Those are private satellites. Yes, man. I I keep forgetting that we privatized the satellite industry so recently. Once you earn a certain amount of money, a wealth of information becomes available Uh to you that was not available to you previously. He launches them on the 4th of July. That way you can't see them during the big fireworks displays. So you must know some people with money, Zach. Yeah. yeah. Uh Okay. That's how one launches launches a satellite. So uh, Bernie Topfin, a.k.a. Johnny Morris, owner of Bash Pro Shops, he is he's launched some privatized satellites up in the air. I just want to make sure I'm getting uh-huh. this straight to somehow affect the Earth's climate and uh, raise the temperatures of our oceans. I mean, the satellites are going to shoot flames at the polar oh, ice cap. Dan. Okay, so obviously, I I think I was overthinking it. Actually, this uh-huh. makes total sense now. Yeah. Please continue. Well. Like I said, Missouri is going to be an island. Uh-huh. The only safe place is going to be underground because obviously it's going to be so hot in the atmosphere that human can't survive out there, even with a 120 SPF sunblock. Sure. You know, be out there five, ten minutes. It's weird that his whole plan is that he wants to live underwater and in Missouri, and yet he is turning it into an island. Yeah. My friend, you've been to Fantastic Caverns. <laughs> Caverns get there because oh! of water. Wow. So we're going to have a whole underground network. But it's going to be salt water now, my friend. Wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a smart man. I mean, I haven't learned to breathe salt water yet, but Listen. with this info, agriculture will be devastated worldwide, <laughs> obviously. Yes. But I figure survivors of the John Pocalypse, that's mm-hmm. patent pending. Sure. Also, might pick something else when the time comes because mm-hmm. it's not that good. Uh, survivors will still want to have the restaurant experience. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And and who better to make them pay for it than me? <laughs> They're not going to need cars anymore, so I have to have no. some way to get money from people. No, it seems like yeah. you would pivot to uh, watercraft of some sort, uh, considering your previous experience. But uh, How are we going to get that gasoline, Dan? Yeah, no fossil fuels. Oh, okay, mm. okay. So, so you are starting some sort of restaurant then? That's correct. Restaurant experience oh okay i like that um all we're really gonna have access to is rations Mm -hmm. that already exist so if you've been stockpiling good on you if you haven't been oh don't nothing's gonna be a price gonna be no problem you're gonna be fine you don't need to stockpile anything man i i haven't i ran out of baby powder a couple days ago i've been working up quite the ration (laughs) on my butt (laughs) 
You know, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I got the joke. <laughs> well, I thought I'd try some, uh, some of my... <laughs> I thought I'd bring some of my... my, my food buy for you to try oh thank oh, yeah. you yeah, yeah yeah you you have you have a couple plates wanna, here in front wanna, of us you want to describe what i've just handed to you dan um atop a beautifully ornate plate really uh is it's not, it's not in a plate don't want you saying this it's in a <laughs> it's in a vacuum sealed reflective aluminum yeah you put it on a bag yeah it's it's basically the size and consistency of a small brick. This is real, folks. This is a real thing. Where this is not, yeah, uh, a uh, bit. We don't do comedy on this podcast. No, obviously, no, no there's no bit happening. No, uh, but this part of this non-bit, yeah. very much real. Uh huh. Um, in in front of me here is a. It looks like it's got a, uh, label on the front of it. Survival food pack. Still um, sounds like a bit. It's not. For lifeboats and life rafts, U.S. Coast Guard uh, contents, each packet contains six fortified food bars. Oh, so we got some food bars here. Uh-huh. I, I love food bars. Can I see that, Dan? Let me get a little picture there. Let me see the front. How about the front that says survival thing on it? Okay, thank you. We got it. All right, so this is just a survival ration. I'm trying to come up with a good name for my restaurant. I was thinking about rationally. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought that, that was going to be stupider than it was. It's <laughs> a pretty good name, actually. I like that. It doesn't yeah. seem to have a spot to tear. Um, it, it's quite yeah, vacuum sealed. Scissors and knives will be <laughs> mm, handed over here. I'll get it with my multi. <laughs> Go ahead. Remember, he's, I'm he's, a mole. He's gnawing on it now <laughs> with his little tiny multi. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of gnawing that we all know. <laughs> You're opening those up. You're going to find uh, just some bricks. Yes. Just Six. some bricks. They look roughly the color of like a like a butterscotch bar of some kind. I don't know if you can look at the ingredients there, Dan. I absolutely and, uh, can. Um, looks like we have got a mixture of wheat flour, vegetable shortening, sugar, coconut, cornstarch, mm. corn syrup, mm multivitamin supplement and grass g-r-a-s additives um we also got lecithin ascorbyl uh my personal favorite palmitate uh yeah a lot lot of stuff going on in this uh actually i hope that's organic palmitate because i do not eat artificial palmitate zach's actually been off of palpitate for a while bad news um, z-h Let's go ahead and tear off a tear off a bit there, and let's try this out. It breaks off just like you want any food to, uh, <laughs> just like a like a piece of linoleum that's been broken. <laughs> Does have a distinct tile quality. It tastes distinctly like tile. I think I mostly pick up the coconut in there. Yeah, yeah. Not gonna lie, tastes a lot better than I thought it's it would. Kind oh, of, it's yeah. kind so of okay. It's yeah. pretty all right. Yeah. The hardest thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> it's so hard. I've never eaten something this dense. I wonder how much. Or well, I guess I can ask you. You're you're the expert here. Um, how much will this one bar sustain me? Uh, I suppose that'll probably sustain you for uh for two to th- two to three minutes. Yeah, or so. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> before you start wishing you'd eaten some real food. Yeah. <laughs> right. It actually has a sugar cookie aftertaste. Yeah. 
Uh, that, that's probably the corn syrup in there. All right. Well, you feeling thirsty? Bad. Feeling thirsty after Very that? Very much so. One okay. of, easily one of the driest things I've ever had. <laughs> well, fortunately, I got some emergency purified drinking water for your, uh, for your pleasure. Do the instructions say just add water? Well, as a matter of fact, no, they don't say that. You <laughs> joker, Zach. <laughs> like I said, not a comedy podcast. Please leave the joke to the professionals. <laughs> First 24 hours, do not drink any water. Oh. Only if injured or sick. So this is giving you instructions uh-huh. not on how to consume this water, but how to survive. Thereafter, use two bags per person per day. Avoid conditions which cause sweating or increased thirst. Hmm. Sludge is eating fried food. Thing causes both of those things. I will try it anyway. Discard bag if air or water escapes when squeezed or mifig. I believe that's manufacturing date, MFG period. Mm-hmm. Exceeds five years. Not even going to bother. Use SOS food ration to obtain lowest body water measurement. So oh. I think we're covered on this. Yeah. Uh, all the science checks out. I definitely know where to look for the for the label. So this is supposed to be a serving for two people, you said? No, this two is bags. two bags a day per person. We've oh, got okay, okay. Now, two, one bag so. is about the size of, I'd say, a, a new iPhone, like one, one of your bigger phones. Let me... Let me hand this over to Dan, and we'll let Dan try to drink it. Okay. Definitely feels like liquid. The water feels like liquid, he says. Tastes like water. Uh, it's got <laughs> it's got a slight taste of whatever this packaging is, but not, not too bad. I'm, I'm going to pass this on over to my brother. I'll take a big old swig. That's water, all right. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, Andy, you, you go ahead and try it. It's got a distinct baggy quality yes. to it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 A- Andy, you took that drink as if it was going to be poison coming out yeah. of it. You <laughs> took it real quick. Poison? Yeah. You think I put poison in there? <laughs> there's no poison in there. Did anybody but... check the manufacturer date to make sure it was <laughs> within five years? There's no poison in there, but guess who's getting three new mole friends? <laughs> Wait, we're going to be moles? <laughs> okay, so... Uh, <laughs> this did expire in <laughs> September. <laughs> the, the manufacturer date is ten fourteen. The expiration date is nine nineteen. <laughs> so we just drank expired bag water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is all your food you, going to be expired? Did you miss the part where? Well, it's all going to be expired after a certain point. When you're underground, there's no more new food. Of course. I'm just getting you ready for the real situation. (laughs) Circumstances are going to be dire. Well, thanks for letting me stop by. No, thank you. You know, I I don't know when Johnny's going to launch the satellites. Perhaps uh, I I think maybe this episode won't even air. I think he's trying to do it New Year's Eve. Hey, I I mean, we'll see. Be merciful for the listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it does look like y'all are an hour and 20 minutes at this point. (laughs) You're pretty adept at reading the uh, audio program here. Moles aren't blind, you (laughs) dumb dumb. Oh my god, I think they are. (laughs) I think think moles are. Why are you wearing those glasses Uh, indoors then? (laughs) I got cataracts. (laughs) Oh my god, he's gone. Just burrowed away. So, he didn't even use the front door. <laughs> just dug a hole. He told us away. he had cataracts and just <laughs> dug out, dug out of the tower. He's got a long ways to dig, sixteen floors down. That's happening more and more, and it's really a shame because for a lot of these sections of the show, we write really good, thought out <laughs> endings yeah. for them, and the guests always end up leaving. It's before really we had funny a, that uh, it's always Dan <laughs> saying yeah. the guests are gone, even. <laughs> 
Even the guests that sound more like you. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess, by the way, I don't know if you caught that, but we're all three going to turn into moles. <laughs> that was part of it. That was an ending, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, hey, I, for one, can say I'm pretty excited. I kind of dig it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> I love you, Mom. Oh, <laughs> like your mom probably will hear this. Yeah. That's embarrassing <laughs> for you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy, let's go ahead and hear that Dan Simber drop. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> you don't actually have to put it in. No, it's we have to. <laughs> Liquid means rewind, a gunshot means forward. You requested it, so we rewind. Search. Yeah. Love it every time. Way, way, way up. Search. We're like three Turn weeks into Anguary by now. Yeah. Fam. I thought about changing it to fam since your brother was going to be here. Did not have time. Nah. Yeah. Hi. All right. See ya. Bye. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what? You can visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's support.springfoodpod.com. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Red alert! We're doing it again. Wow. I think that's what I said last time, right? Yeah. We forgot to talk about the palace. Not that anyone cares, but we teased it and then didn't didn't talk about it. The Palace Movie Theater, Springfield, Missouri Institution. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness, opened so long. I loved the palace. Me too. I mean, it was bad. Oh, yeah. Real oh, bad. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I loved it so much. Did you guys ever refer to the palace as any other name? No, no. The Dollar Theater. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. sure. So that, yeah, like at I've a also time, heard um, Welfare Theater. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> no, that one's not great. <laughs> yeah. At the time, I didn't even know it was called the Palace. I thought the name of the movie theater was the Dollar Theater. Yeah. You know, there was probably a point in my life where I, I thought that as well. Yeah. I, I, I miss the Palace so much, though. Yeah. I, it's uh, especially in my in my. Uh, kind of adult life, they started doing midnight oh, movies. Yeah. But they would also do like eight o'clock midnight movies yeah. too. Yeah. Like show it twice in one evening. I saw yeah. uh Friday the thirteenth up there a couple years back. Saw Mean Girls there mm-hmm. as a midnight movie for some reason. Yeah. And they were the last place to switch to digital too. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. there were there was a time whenever the palace was the only place in people we could see a movie on film. Yep. I guess the Moxie had it. Maybe maybe they had the Moxie had it concurrently, but sure. man. So with those midnight movies, they were renting prints and showing them way, long, mm-hmm. like way yeah. later than you might expect. Like my dad and I saw an, a print of Night of the Living Dead, and we saw I saw Evil Dead Two there on film, mm-hmm. and it was like missing so many frames. Oh wow, it's probably missing like fifteen seconds worth of frames, <laughs> which, is a, which is a crazy amount yeah. of frames. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, what a great time that was. I miss it. I miss driving on the highway and seeing the back of it mm-hmm. there. It's they had a, the spotlights up, like yeah. the traditional yeah. movie spotlights. Yeah. Yeah. It was really the most like classic movie theater in town in that it was literally from a different era uh-huh. and yeah. nothing had been updated since that yeah. era. So my hot take was everything about that theater is why I love the Alamo. But that's not disparaging what this was. It was hardback 
uh, seats, almost like those high school gymnasium seats, sticky floors, uh-huh. stale cash popcorn, only. cash only for your tickets. I think you could use a card for the concessions. Yeah, and they the later switched on. over later on. They started taking cards very late mm-hmm. yeah. in the run. And once again, I loved every second of it. You know, uh, uh-huh. I, it's it's for me, it's movie theater nostalgia. Yeah, Re- yeah. maybe some of my earliest pickle memories happened at the <laughs> palace. They used to sell individually wrapped real thick dill pickles. And I used to love those yeah. as a kid. I can't imagine eating one now. I think I tried to get one at the palace uh, into my teenage years. And you're not meant to eat a full simply too much vinegar yeah. and salt. <laughs> Yeah, man, I love it. I love the palace. I miss having a dollar theater. It was a three dollar theater, maybe yeah. maybe even three twenty five or sure. something. Yeah. Towards That's the fine. end, slowly crept up, but uh, relative to the price of a regular movie, I'm pretty sure it just crept up just like those did. Sure. But what you just said reminded me of another story that I. Oh. It's about your brother Travis. Uh, right. Please, I'm in. <laughs> he, he enjoys no form of privacy. <laughs> <laughs> we were in youth group. Uh, and this was very early on whenever our youth pastor had just gotten the job and got this new office in the building, a youth room, and he pa- had painted the walls. It was like mm-hmm. a painting party, and the next Sunday or whatever, we all got to paint our um, wor- like names paint. We signed sure. our names on the wall, mm-hmm. and he would, for every reason, everybody else did their regular <laughs> name, and he, for every reason, wrote Travis, and below it, he wrote, I love individually wrapped cheeses. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh somebody that's the howl brand of humor <laughs> yeah, right yeah. there there was somebody he, he didn't there was no joke it was just there was a really strange thing to write and that was the joke yeah that's yeah. the one we said <laughs> the howl brand of humor and no joke there was a woman at church who was 100 certain it was a double entendre <laughs> just 100 certain it I'm wasn't. still not uncertain. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the palace. Man, what a theater. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. the palace, but yeah. hey, at least we have Life 360 Church. Yeah. Yeah. Another location. It's got all the degrees. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. 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 yeah, you can you can see the Lord from every direction. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>